hello, this is Sharam, the founder of Faith and Favor, along with fasting. I will be talking about different forms of fasting and backing it up with Bible verses concerning fasting. There are so many different ways to fast also. These are just my thoughts. I read this from the Bible. Bible have different scriptures and and I read it in different books too and I've seen a lot of um, videos about it also. Now what is fasting? The dictionary says fasting is the willful refrainment from eating for a period of time. The, di- the Bible talks about fasting in several scriptures and several people in the Bible fast. We already know that Jesus did the 40 days and 40 nights. Then you have Esther. She did a three-day fast. Daniel did the 21-day fast, but he did too fast. Um, It's other people in the Bible. I know the apostles did the fast. But then it's people out here. It's people out here in the world that does fast. They fast. But we really don't hear a lot about it. They're just starting to talk about it now. They do um, like an intermittent fasting. And that's different. I mean, you refrain from eating there too. But you have different forms of intermittent fasting also. Then when when you do the spiritual fast concerning God, you're basically supposed to pray and um. Praying fast, especially when you want answers from God. The best thing to do whenever you need an answer, whenever you need anything, and you don't even know how you're going to get it, fast and pray. God will give you the answer. He did that to me. He always would continue to do that for me. I mean, he just did this. I just had a situation about two days ago that, um, I lost everybody. I lost everybody's social security cards and I didn't find it. I didn't see it in my wallet. And I really, really and truly was about to No, I wasn't because I really didn't think my spirit was telling me, No, your cards are here. You just put them somewhere. Usually I keep my cards in the wallet, but I went out of town, so I just took them out. Anyway, and then what got me was because I can see my license and I always kept our cards with my license where I couldn't find it and that was Saturday Saturday night so I prayed to God and I fasted and I got the answer today around 4 o'clock he didn't tell me right then and now and he probably was trying that's the thing God be talking to us, but sometimes that's why you have to. We have to give up our rest because if we're too busy eating and stuff, we can't get the answers. We can't. We. So anyway, I found I found my uh, our social security cards, and it was a relief. Now we we know we must give up our a break. Fasting helps us to hear from the Lord so much better. And prayer along with fasting is so powerful. Our minds and bodies try to tell us what to do all the time. Paul said he put his body under subjection. Meaning, 
My body don't tell. He was saying, my body don't tell me what to do. I tell my body what to do. And in order for us to do that, we got to be strong in the Lord. That's um, Ephesians 6 verse 10. We must be strong in the Lord. How are we going to be strong in the Lord? There's different ways to do it, but the easiest way to pray and fast. We have to feed our spirit with the word of God. There's several Bible verses that says that too. Um, Fasting is not eating for a period of time in order to focus your thoughts on God. While fasting, many, uh, many people read the Bible, pray, or worship. While we fast, we're supposed to worship God by praying, reading the Bible, or whatever, listen to music, godly music. Fasting is all through the Bible, through the Old Testament and the New Testament. Later on in this podcast, I'll be reading the Bible verses concerning fasting. Another, excuse me, another um, thing is we need to know that we will hear. See, that's where faith comes in. And we have to know that we're going to hear from God with fasting and prayer. Fasting prayer helps um, us to see what we need to do when we confuse, when our back is against the wall. Fasting prayer can get us so much closer to God, only if we want it. And fasting prayer can build up our faith. It's real. And it's strong and it's king. Now we're also going to be talking about intermittent fasting. It's an eating pattern. But it's different forms of intermittent fasting. And I will be talking about that in another podcast. But it's different forms of um, intermittent fasting. I used to do that. I, I mean, all the time. I never been, like, I never really ate breakfast. That's called intermittent fast from if you don't eat when you first get up. Then you have the water fast. Not that many people do a water fast, and I definitely recommend if you are going to do a water fast, please go uh, be by a physician, close by a physician. They have facilities for that too, for people that want a water fast. I am not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. Of, I'm not I'm not a physician. I just have been doing fasting since I was young, a teenager. So, I mean, but it's fasting. It's not bad. Then you have a juice fast. Then you have a liquid fast. And you have the partial fast. It's it's so it's fasting is good for us. And we really should be doing it. I mean, not all the time, but definitely when it's special, like with the Bible, because the Bible that's what the Bible said. If we want answers, 
That's it. Now, I'm, I'm going to start reading the Bible verses concerning fasting. It's different areas, it's different places in the Bible that tells us that we need to fast. Um, Jonah chapter 3 verses 5 through 10. It says, So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed their fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For word came unto the kingdom of Nineveh and he arose from his throne and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and set in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell it? Who can tell if God would turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works that they turned from their evil way. And God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them. And he did it not. Okay, let me read another Bible verse. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 31. Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatever ye do, do all the glory of God. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 27 says, But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. I will repeat that, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection. Lest that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. 1 Corinthians 8 verse 8 says, But meat commended us not to God. For neither if we eat, are we the better? Neither if we not. Even if we not, are we the worse? Second Samuel 1 verse 12. And they mourned and wept and fasted until even for Saul and for Jonathan his son and for the people of the Lord and for the house of Israel because they were fallen by the sword. Okay, let me. I'm still reading. Second Samuel three, verse thirty-five, says, "And when all the people came to cause David to eat meat, while it was yet day, David swore, saying, So do God to me, and more also, if I taste bread or else, till the sun 
be bound. 2 Samuel 12 verse 21 says, Then said his servants to him, What thing is this that thou hast done? Thou did fast and weep for the child while it was alive. But when the child was dead, thou did rise and eat bread. Judges 20 verse 26. Then all the children of Israel and all the people went up and came unto the house of God and wept and sat there before the Lord and fasted that day until evening and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. Acts chapter 13 verses 1 through 2. Now there were in the church that was in Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Nigger and Lucas of Siren and Manny which had been brought up the Herod, the Tetra and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted the Holy Ghost said separate me Barnabas and Saul for the work of where to I have called them Acts chapter 14 verses verse 23 and when they had ordained them elders in every church and had prayer with fasting they commended them to the Lord by whom they believed. Acts chapter 9 verse 9 says, And he was three days without sight, and neither did not eat. Acts chapter 10 verse 30 says, And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour, and at the ninth hour, I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. That, I mean, it's so many. When I say so many Bible verses, it's so many. This um, And the reason why, and this is not all the Bible verses that I got, but it's Bible verses concerning, I mean, and I'm still reading. I'm still in Acts. Acts chapter 27 verse 33 said, And while the day was coming on, Paul besought them all to meet, saying, This day is the fourteenth day that ye have tarried and continued fasting, having taken nothing. And I mean over and over. Acts chapter 27 verse 9 says, Now when much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous because the fast was now already passed, Paul administered them. Okay, let me see. Daniel chapter 6 verse 18 says, Then the king went to the palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instrument of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Acts 
Esther chapter 4 verse 16 says, Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shusha, and fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise, and so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. She had to do that. She had to fast. She had to get the answer. Because she had to deliver. She had to deliver the Jews. Esther 4 verse 3 says, And in every province, whithersoever the king's commandment and his decree came, there was great mourning among the Jews, and fasting, and weeping, and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. But they believed in fasting. Okay, let me see. Job chapter 2, verse, verses 12 through 14 says, Therefore also now saith the Lord, Turn ye even to me with all your heart, and with fasting, and with weeping and with mourning. And rend your heart and not your garments. And turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful. Slow to anger and of great kindness. And repent him of the evil. Who know if he will return and repent and leave a blessing behind him. Even a meat offering and a drink offering unto the Lord your God. Job chapter um, 2 verse 15 says, Bless the trumpet in Zion, sanctify a fast, call a Solomon assembly. Luke chapter 2 verse 27 says, And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years which departed not from the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. I mean, Old Testament, New Testament, it's all through the Bible. And I am not, I, I, I can't lie. It, it, it's all through the Bible. We are supposed to fast near me. It, it's, just, it's, it's just something that we have to do. And I'm almost finished. Second Corinthians chapter 11 verse 27 says, In weariness and painfulness, in washings often, in hunger and thirst, in fasting often, in cold and nakedness. In First Samuel 7 verse 6 says, And they gathered together to Nixbeth and drew water, and poured it out before the Lord, and fasted on that day, and said there, We have sinned against the Lord, and and Samuel judged the children of Israel in Mitzpah. First Samuel 12, verse 6 says, Now therefore stand and see this great thing which the Lord do before your eyes. <sighs> Jeremiah 14 verse 12 says, When they fast, I will not hear their cry. And when they offer burnt offering and an oblation, I will not accept them. But I will consume them by the sword and by the famine and 
by the pestilence. Second Chronicles 20 verse 3 says, And Jehoshaphat featured, I meant feared, and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judah. Let me see. And that's all. I mean, like I said, it's more, I can keep on. I'm not finished, but the thing of the matter is, because it's already 20 minutes now, I just want to let y'all know that fasting, we are supposed to fast. We are supposed, that's how we get close to God. That's how we're supposed to get our answers for God. We don't know what to do. All we have to do is fast and pray. God wants to give. God, he talks to us. He does. I mean, sometimes we get hit, hit him so easily, but sometimes we can't. And the best way I found out how to um, hear from God is by fasting and praying. So till the next time, um, this is the first episode. The next episode, we will still be talking about fasting. Talk to you later. See you the next time. Bye-bye. Sherelle Harrell, the founder of Faith and Favor for Life Issues. Do you need to be healed spiritually, mentally, emotionally, or even physically? Today I'm going to talk about how God wants us healed. I have been on a quest for quite some time to learn about how God can divinely heal us and how to obtain I healing. I have heard of cases about different individuals being supernaturally healed. In Hosea 4 verse 6 it says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Joe Osteen's mother, Dodie Osteen, was healed from cancer decades ago. Dodie Osteen says in her book, Healed of Cancer, the doctor diagnosed her having metastatic cancer of the liver. The doctor gave her only a few weeks to live with or without chemotherapy. Her husband took her home and they prayed and seek God. Dodie Osteen is still here with us at the age of 86 years old in the year 2020. Another case is Kenneth Hagen. He's another person that got divinely healed. He was born with a deformed heart and he had an incurable blood disease. He eventually was paralyzed. All the doctors told him that he was expected to die. And he was only 15 years old at that time. He died. But he died in the year 2003. 
I got this information from Wikipedia. We can either believe what God says, or we can believe what our body says. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. See, that's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. We're not supposed to go by... It's a, it's a battlefield of the mind. It's, it's a battlefield. That's the only thing the devil could do is give us thoughts. Now it's up to us. Uh, we're going to entertain it. Entertain what he's given us. Now I mean, we know it's, it's there. But it won't if you believe God. It's the same that you just have to believe and trust and have faith in God. God will not leave you nor forsake you. In 3 John verse 2. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. Now that's either a lie or that's true. I believe that's true. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? If God did that for Dodie Osteen and Kenneth Hagen, don't you know he'll do that for us too? Because in Romans 2 verse 11 it says, For there is no respect of persons with God. Nobody. It doesn't matter who you are, where you live. It doesn't matter. All you have to do is believe God. God has no favorites. In Psalms 91, verse 16, it says, With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. In Psalms 103, verses 2 through 3, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgive all thy iniquities and who heals all our diseases. God did not say that he heals some of our diseases. He said that he forgives all our iniquities who heals all our diseases. Now in Galatians 3 verse 13 it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curses everyone, bang on the tree. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We are redeemed from spiritual death. We are redeemed from sickness. We are redeemed from poverty. In order to be divinely healed, we must believe and have faith. 
Romans 10 verse 17 that says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That means you cannot hear something one time and think you hear. You can't say by his stripes, I am healed and think you just healed. No. You must keep hearing and hearing. We have to treat this like how a doctor prescribes medication to a patient. I am not saying if the doctor puts you on a prescription, please take your medicine. I am not telling you not to take your medication. But what I am saying is this. God meets us wherever wherever we at with our faith. He's going to meet us there. He is such a gentleman. He is not going to force anything. You have to believe it, though. Okay, because it's walk by faith and not by sight. Me, me. I don't care what my body look like or what it's saying. I don't care if I'm bedridden. I don't care if I don't went crazy. I don't. It doesn't matter. And the stronger, I mean, the more and more you read, or the more and more you in intertwine with God, you will get stronger and stronger. But you cannot believe the senses. The senses will fail you every time. You have to believe what God says. Don't be mad. And I'm not I'm not talking to the people that believe God, but I'm just saying, don't be mad at me. I'm just telling you what the Bible said. This ain't not this is not Sherelle's book. It's the Bible. Basics instruction before we leave this earth. Because the Bible is the oldest book on this earth, to be honest. As a matter of fact, when we are in court and we have to testify or do anything, or the, the judge asks us something or the lawyer asks us something, guess what we put our hand on? The Bible. The Bible is the truth. We just have to believe it. This is the last scripture that I'm going to be talking about today. And that is Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The bottom line is, if we are going to get divinely healed, we must have faith and believe what the what God says, what the Father says, what the Bible says. We have to believe in all his promises. We have so many promises in the Bible, it's not even funny. Because we're redeemed from the curse. And we are redeemed from the curse of sickness. God got us. We just... Our job is not to do. All our job is to believe. God's job is to do. We leave that to God. And like I say, God meets us at our faith. Wherever wherever we are with our faith, that's where he'll meet us at. But he'll meet us. We just have to have faith. So I'm going to leave you with this until the next time. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Be blessed.
I love you. Faith and Favor for Life Issues will be a weekly podcast where I'm talking about different areas of everyday life by giving you information to give you hope and faith. I will be talking about the Bible along with life issues. My hope is to share with everyone that we are redeemed from the curse and that God has blessed us with so many blessings. I am building a community to know that we are to live by faith and not by sight. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Faith and Favor for Life Issues. And make sure you subscribe, like, rate, and comment on any podcast app and on any social media app. Thank you. Faith and Favor for Life Issues will be a weekly podcast where I'm talking about different areas of everyday life by giving you information to give you hope and faith. I will be talking about the Bible along with life issues. My hope is to share with everyone that we are redeemed from the curse and that God has blessed us with so many blessings. I am building a community to know that we are to live by faith and not by sight. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Faith and Favor for Life Issues. And make sure you subscribe, like, rate, and comment on any podcast app and on any social media app. Thank you. This is Sherelle Harrell, the founder of Faith and Favor for Life Issues. Do you need to be healed spiritually, mentally, emotionally, or even physically? Today I'm going to talk about how God wants us healed. I have been on a quest for quite some time to learn about how God can divinely heal us and how to obtain I healing. I have heard of cases about different individuals being supernaturally healed. In Hosea 4 verse 6 it says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Joe Osteen's mother, Dodie Osteen, was healed from cancer decades ago. Dodie Osteen says in her book, Healed of Cancer, the doctor diagnosed her having metastatic cancer of the liver. The doctor gave her only a few weeks to live with or without chemotherapy. Her husband took her home and they prayed and seek God. Dodie Osteen is still here with us at the age of 86 years old in the year 2020. 
2020. Another case is Kenneth Hagen. He's another person that got divinely healed. He was born with a deformed heart and he had an incurable blood disease. He eventually was paralyzed. All the doctors told him that he was expected to die. And he was only 15 years old at that time. He died. But he died in the year 2003. I got this information from Wikipedia. We can either believe what God says, or we can believe what our body says. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. See, that's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. We're not supposed to go by... It's a, it's a battlefield of the mind. It's, it's a battlefield. That's the only thing the devil could do is give us thoughts. Now it's up to us, uh, we're going to entertain it, entertain what he's given us. Now, I mean, we know it's, it's there, but it won't if you believe God. It's the same that you just have to believe and trust and have faith in God. God will not leave you nor forsake you. In 3 John verse 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health even as thy soul prosper. Now that's either a lie or that's true. I believe that's true. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? If God did that, Dodie Osteen and Kenneth Hagen. Don't you know he'll do that for us too? Because in Romans 2 verse 11 it says for there is no respect of persons with God. Nobody. It doesn't matter who you are. Where you live. It doesn't matter. All you have to do is believe God. God has no favorites. In Psalms 91, verse 16, it says, With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. In Psalms 103, verses 2 through 3, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgive all thy iniquities and who heals all our diseases. God did not say that he heals some of our diseases. 
He said that he forgives all our iniquities who heals all our diseases. Now in Galatians 3 verse 13 it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curses everyone that hang on the tree. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We are redeemed from spiritual death. We are redeemed from sickness. We are redeemed from poverty. In order to be divinely healed, we must believe and have faith. Romans 10 verse 17, it says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That means you cannot hear something one time and think you healed. You can't say by his stripes, I am healed and think you just healed. No. You must keep hearing and hearing. We have to treat this like how a doctor prescribes medication to a patient. I am not saying if the doctor puts you on a prescription, please take your medicine. I am not telling you not to take your medication. But what I am saying is this. God meets us wherever wherever we at with our faith. He's going to meet us there. He is such a gentleman. He is not going to force anything. You have to believe it though. Okay. Because it's walk by faith and not by sight. Me, me. I don't care what my body look like. Or what it's saying. I don't care if I'm bedridden. I don't care if I'm the went crazy. I don't it doesn't matter. And the stronger, I mean, the more and more you read, or the more and more you intertwine with God, you will get stronger and stronger. But you cannot believe the senses. The senses will fail you every time. You have to believe what God says. Don't be mad. And I'm not I'm not talking to the people that believe God, but I'm just saying, don't be mad at me. I'm just telling you what the Bible said. This ain't not this is not Sherelle's book. It's the Bible. Basic instruction before we leave this earth. Because the Bible is the oldest book on this earth, to be honest. As a matter of fact, when we are in court and we have to testify or do anything, or the, the judge asks us something or the lawyer asks us something, guess what we put our hand on? The Bible. The Bible is the truth. We just have to believe it. This is the last scripture that I'm going to be talking about today. And that is Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The bottom line is, if we are going to get divinely healed, we must have faith and believe what the what God says, what the Father says, what the Bible says. We have to believe in all his promises. We have so many promises in the Bible, it's not even funny. Because we're redeemed from the curse. And we are redeemed from the curse of sickness. 
God got us. We just... Our job is not to do. All our job is to believe. God's job is to do. We leave that to God. And like I say, God meets us at our faith. Wherever our, wherever we are with our faith, that's where he'll meet us at. But he'll meet us. We just have to have faith. So I'm going to leave you with this. Until the next time, we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Be blessed. I love you. Hello, this is Sherelle Harrell, the founder of Faith and Favor for Life Issues. Do you need to be healed spiritually, mentally, emotionally? Or even physically. Today I'm going to talk about how God wants us healed. I have been on a quest for quite some time to learn about how God can divinely heal us and how to obtain our healing. I have heard of cases about different individuals being supernaturally healed. In Hosea, verse 6 it says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge Joe Osteen mother Dodie Osteen was healed from cancer that's decades ago Dodie Osteen says in her book healed of cancer the doctor diagnosed her having metastatic cancer of the liver the doctor gave her only a few weeks to live with or without chemotherapy. Her husband took her home and they prayed and seek God. Dodie Osteen is still here with us at the age of 86 years old in the year 2020. Another case is Kenneth Hagen. He's another person that got divinely healed. He was born with a deformed heart and he had an incurable blood disease. He eventually was paralyzed. All the doctors told him that he was expected to die. And he was only 15 years old at that time. He died. But he died in the year 2003. I got this information from Wikipedia. We can either believe what God says. Or we can believe what our body says. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it says, For we walk by faith, 
not by sight. See, that's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. We're not supposed to go by... It's a, it's a battlefield of the mind. It's, it's a battlefield. That's the only thing the devil could do is give us thoughts. Now it's up to us. Uh, we're going to entertain it. Entertain what he's given us. Now, I mean, we know it's, it's there. But it won't if you believe God. It's the same thing. You just have to believe and trust and have faith in God. God will not leave you nor forsake you. In 3 John verse 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. Now that's either a lie or that's true. I believe that's true. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? If God did that for Dodie Osteen and Kenneth Hagen, don't you know he'll do that for us too? Because in Romans 2 verse 11 it says, For there is no respect of persons with God. Nobody. It doesn't matter who you are. Where you live, it doesn't matter. All you have to do is believe God. God has no favorites. In Psalms 91, verse 16, it says, With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. In Psalms 103, verses 2, through three, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgive all thy iniquities, and who heals all our diseases. God did not say that he heals some of our diseases. He said that he forgives all our iniquities who heals all our diseases. Now in Galatians 3 verse 13 it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curses everyone that hang on the tree. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We are redeemed from spiritual death. We are redeemed from sickness. We are redeemed from poverty. In order to be divinely healed, we must believe and have faith. Romans 10 verse 17, it says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That means you cannot hear something one time and think you healed. You can't say by his stripes, I am healed, and think you just healed. No. You must keep Hearing and hearing. We have to treat this like how a doctor prescribes medication to a patient. I am not saying if the doctor puts you on a prescription, please take your medicine. 
I am not telling you not to take your medication. But what I am saying is this. God meets us wherever, wherever we at with our faith. He's going to meet us there. He is such a gentleman. He is not going to force anything. You have to believe it though. Okay. Because it's walk by faith and not by sight. Meaning, I don't care what my body look like. Or what it's saying. I don't care if I'm bedridden. I don't care if I don't went crazy. I don't. It doesn't matter. And the stronger. I mean, the more and more you read. Or the more and more you intertwine with God. You will get stronger and stronger. But you cannot believe the senses. The senses will fail you every time. You have to believe what God says. Don't be mad. And I'm not I'm not talking to the people that believe God. But I'm just saying, don't be mad at me. I'm just telling you what the Bible said. This ain't not this is not Sherelle's book. It's the Bible. Basic instruction before we leave this earth. Because the Bible is the oldest book on this earth, to be honest. As a matter of fact, when we are in court and we have to testify or do anything, or the, the judge asks us something or the lawyer asks us something, guess what we put our hand on? The Bible. The Bible is the truth. We just have to believe it. This is the last scripture that I'm going to be talking about today. And that is Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The bottom line is, if we are going to get divinely healed, we must have faith and believe what, the, what God says, what the Father says, what the Bible says. We have to believe in all his promises. We have so many promises in the Bible, it's not even funny. Because we're redeemed from the curse. And we are redeemed from the curse of sickness. God got us. We just... Our job is not to do. All our job is to believe. God's job is to do. We leave that to God. And like I say, God meets us at our faith. Wherever our, wherever we are with our faith, that's where he'll meet us at. But he'll meet us. We just have to have faith. So I'm going to leave you with this until the next time. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Be blessed. I love you. Hello, this is Sherelle Harrell, the founder of Faith and Favor for Life Issues. Do you need to be healed spiritually, mentally, emotionally, or even physically? Today I'm going to talk about how God wants us healed. I have been on a quest for quite some time to learn about how God can divinely heal us and how to obtain our healing. I have heard of cases about different individuals being supernaturally healed.
In Hosea 4, verse 6, it says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Joe Osteen's mother, Dodie Osteen, was healed from cancer That's decades ago. Dodie Osteen says in her book, Healed of Cancer, the doctor diagnosed her having metastatic cancer of the liver. The doctor gave her only a few weeks to live with or without chemotherapy. Her husband took her home and they prayed and seek God. Dodie Osteen is still here with us at the age of 86 years old in the year 2020. Another case is Kenneth Hagen. He's another person that got divinely healed. He was born with a deformed heart and he had an incurable blood disease. He eventually was paralyzed. All the doctors told him that he was expected to die. And he was only 15 years old at that time. He died. But he died in the year 2003. I got this information from Wikipedia. We can either believe what God says or we can believe what our body says. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. In um, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, it says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. See, that's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. We're not supposed to go by... It's a, it's a battlefield of the mind. It's, it's a battlefield. That's the only thing the devil could do is give us thoughts. That's up to us. Uh, we're going to entertain it. Entertain what he's giving us. Now, I mean, we know it's, it's there. But it won't if you believe God. It's the same thing. You just have to believe and trust and have faith in God. God will not leave you nor forsake you. In 3 John verse 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospered. Now that's either a lie or that's true. I believe that's true. Romans chapter 8 verse 31 says, What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? If God did that for Dodie Osteen, and Kenneth Hagen. Don't you know he'll do that for us too? 
Because in Romans 2 verse 11 it says, For there is no respect of persons with God. Nobody. It doesn't matter who you are. Where you live. It doesn't matter. All you have to do is believe God. God has no favorites. In Psalms 91 verse 16 it says, With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. In Psalms 103 verses 2 through 3 it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgive all thy iniquities and who heals all our diseases. God did not say that he heals some of our diseases. He said that he forgives all our iniquities who heals all our diseases. Now, in Galatians 3, verse 13, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curses everyone that hang on the tree. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. We are redeemed from spiritual death. We are redeemed from sickness. We are redeemed from poverty. In order to be divinely healed, we must believe and have faith. Romans 10 verse 17, it says, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. That means you cannot hear something one time and think you healed. You can't say by his stripes, I am healed, and think you just healed. No. You must keep Hearing and hearing. We have to treat this like how a doctor prescribes medication to a patient. I am not saying if the doctor puts you on a prescription, please take your medicine. I am not telling you not to take your medication. But what I am saying is this. God meets us wherever, wherever we at with our faith. He's going to meet us there. He is such a gentleman. He is not going to force anything. You have to believe it though. Okay. Because it's walk by faith and not by sight. Meaning, I don't care what my body look like. Or what it's saying. I don't care if I'm bedridden. I don't care if I don't went crazy. I don't. It doesn't matter. And the stronger, I mean, the more and more you read or the more and more you intertwine with God, you will get stronger and stronger. But you cannot believe the senses. The senses will fail you every time. You have to believe what God says. Don't be mad. And I'm not, I'm not talking to the people that believe God, but I'm just saying, don't be mad at me. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. This ain't not, this is not Sherelle's book. It's the Bible. Basic instruction before we leave this earth. Because the Bible is the oldest book on this earth, to be honest. 
As a matter of fact, when we are in court and we have to testify or do anything, or the, the judge asks us something or the lawyer asks us something, guess what we put our hand on? The Bible. The Bible is the truth. We just have to believe it. This is the last scripture that I'm going to be talking about today. And that is Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The bottom line is, if we are going to get divinely healed, we must have faith and believe what the what God says, what the Father says, what the Bible says. We have to believe in all his promises. We have so many promises in the Bible, it's not even funny. Because we're redeemed from the curse. And we are redeemed from the curse of sickness. God got us. We just... Our job is not to do. All our job is to believe. God's job is to do. We leave that to God. And like I say, God meets us at our faith. Wherever, our, wherever we are with our faith, that's where he'll meet us at. But he'll meet us. We just have to have faith. So I'm going to leave you with this until the next time. We're going to walk by faith and not by sight. Be blessed. I love you.